Welcome back, friends and my fellow independent thinkers out there. So I didn't really think that I would be doing a part three of this episode about the Maui fires, conspiracy or coincidence. But the more that time goes on, the more that I'm finding more and more facts. And I have actually gotten such great response and feedback from my first episode that I just knew that what I was doing was important. And when I did it, I really just did it as a way to overcome overcome my own fear of like talking about these kind of things and current events and also putting them in a perspective that maybe some people um, haven't thought about or maybe don't want to recognize. And so I was really inspired to talk about the Maui fires. And obviously when it was going on, it was like super devastating. And even back then, all the information I shared it was obvious it was a crazy and clear catastrophe and event that there was a reason behind speaking about it, but I didn't think I'd be making a part three, but here we are. So if you haven't heard the first two episodes, definitely go back and check. I probably might repeat some things, but for the most part, um, this is new information. And as always, before I do these episodes, I go and I search to find some kind of new information and I just keep finding more and more, and at some point, I just have to stop. And the reason why I feel like I have such good access to all this information is because I started being like a severe truth seeker in 2020. Like 2020 completely woke me up. I feel like before that, even back in 2014, 2015, I already was awakening to some things, but I just couldn't handle it at that time. So I willfully became ignorant and I was like, I don't want to know what's going on. Everything is wonderful and beautiful and rainbows and sunshine. And I wasn't ready to deal with it. And then 2020 happened. And like for most of us, it forced me to deal with the truth. I had no choice but to look at it. And the stuff I found was so overwhelmingly crazy. And so I started diving into Twitter at that time. And before that, I didn't really use Twitter. I had Twitter back in the day for like my own business, but I didn't really use it that much. I had a blog, like a travel blog, and I just couldn't really get into it. I didn't really like it. And then obviously when this was going on and everything was on Twitter, Trump was on Twitter. So he brought everybody there. That's where all the news was happening. And so I started getting all these information. I started following all these accounts that were like these independent truth-seeking accounts that was getting information that I don't know where they're getting this information, but when I went to research it and back it up, everything I found was true for the most part, like probably like 99.9%. And this was the reason why I'm saying this is because this was before the censoring started happening. So if you weren't aware of what's going on that time and you weren't looking for information, then you probably maybe have no idea what I'm talking about. But there was a time where you had access to all hashtags, all information, and if you want to look for it, you could find it. And I guess it was beneficial because not a lot of people were looking for it. But once a lot of people started looking for it, that's when you started getting censored and you couldn't look at these hashtags anymore. Everything was getting banned. And things that I was looking up previously and things I was searching was automatically like being completely banned from the internet. And luckily, I had so much information way before then. So it was already too late by that point. But I was still able to get little bits of truth and all that stuff, but it really became a lot, a lot harder. So gratefully, I'm still in that kind of realm. So I'm able to get a lot of facts and these facts are out there. It's not like just these sites know this information. This information is only from there. 
It's just these are the people that are actively researching all the time, going out there, doing the hard work, doing the heavy lifting, and finding this information and having enough courage to spread awareness and spread the truth because this is not an easy thing to do. This is not a time where truth is celebrated. This is not a time where talking about these things makes you uh, cool. And on the contrary, it makes you kind of crazy. And a lot of people um, don't want to hear it. But you know what? I, I don't feel like holding back any longer because while I did speak up a little bit in 2020 and all the other years, I did hold back a lot and I definitely didn't speak up as much as I should. And even though I started making really good decisions for myself personally and I didn't allow myself to be bought into everything that was going on, all that propaganda, and I'm grateful for that, I feel like now is my time and especially that I have a platform to do more. So let's dive into it and let's talk about some more facts regarding what's going on in Hawaii, which is really devastating. But as always, all of these events are meant, and in my belief, is to wake everybody up. Like, we are just all living in like some crazy dream. And sometimes you just need to wake up. And the only way you could do that is if you look around and things start being weird. It's like in a dream, like when you're regular, you're having a regular dream and everything's fine. And then all of a sudden there's like, you know, a purple spotted dinosaur walking and like next to you and you're like, oh shit, like I must be dreaming. And that's kind of what's going on in the world right now. It's just that because people are so fixated in a deep sleep that these bizarre, crazy events need to happen in order for us to be jolted back into our real reality and the reality that we've been disconnected from because what we know as reality and what we think is the truth is so far from what actual truth is. And yes, there's a lot of darkness involved in that. Yes, a lot of it is very unpleasant. It's not things you want to talk about. It's not like, you know, fun topic, dinner conversation. But unfortunately, in order to get to the really good stuff in life and to the good journey that I believe that we are all headed towards, the stuff needs to be uncovered first. Like you can't, just like in a regular fight with a friend, whether you have a fight with a friend or a partner, you can't just sweep stuff under under the rug and hope that your relationship's gonna get better and things are gonna get better. You have to go through the really ugly stuff, put everything on the table, really let everything out there and almost destruct to a degree in order to rebuild. And I feel like that's what's happening in society right now is everything is destructing so that we could rebuild into something greater. And unfortunately, this is really just what is going on. And it's not that what should be going on, but this is just reality. So I also want to say before I dive into it that I am an eternal optimist. So regardless of what I talk about on my podcast, I, and I think that speaks in, I think that's very clear in my other episodes, but I believe that everything will be fine eventually. It's just, it really has to get bad before it gets better. So stay positive, my friends, but also don't be blinded from the truth because first it's ugly. Yes, it's unfortunate. Yes, it's hard to look at. But once you do and you open your eyes, it really you're opened up to a new world that you didn't even expect. And as many negative things as there are, there are so many positive things on the other side of that that wait for you when you open up your eyes. So anyways, let's dive into it. So I talked a little bit already about the media shut off. So there definitely is a lot of, uh, a lot of videos um, on the internet about 
And these are videos that I'm seeing from locals. Um, I'm not seeing this on like news stations or anything. It's people that are kind of getting past uh, situations and finding a way to record things. And a lot of these people are like saying at the end of it, like, you know, I've already sent this out to multiple people. If you get rid of me, this information is already out there. Like these people are very genuine. I'm very good at reading people and reading voices, reading faces. Like I could read people and these people are genuine from what I believe. That's my opinion. Everything is apparently, I'm going to put a big apparently, allegedly all over this episode um, so they don't ban me because, well, that's what's happening right now again, because that's what happened last time. So as much as we are heading into a new wave of climate change 2.0 and um, lockdowns 2.0, we are also probably heading into another level of censorship 2.0, but hopefully that's not the case. So while I can hear, uh, while I can speak about it, let's get into it again. Um, so the media shut off and then also a water, water shut off that, and I saw videos of like people talking to authority, talking to cops and firefighters and whoever, and they're having interactions with them. And they're like, why is this, why is the fire hydrant shut off? Like, what is going on here? And I read also a lot of different accounts of people saying that their water was shut off and people weren't allowing them to take out, put out their own fires. And, um, yeah. And back to the blue things. I talked about the blue stuff that was left unburned, untouched in the part two episode and also referenced it to the Simpsons episode where they had a very eerily similar type of episode as to what's going on in Hawaii. And I saw many more videos of this. I saw a video of a guy walking with his own camera because they were preventing people from walking around. They did like a complete blackout of the area, like not allowing people to fly drones, um, not allowing people to uh, take pictures, not a lot of people to pull over in the area. Like it's just getting crazy. And But he was walking around and he was showing actually a lot of the blue things that were left. And he was walking around and there was an entire... Um, pile of like rubble and stuff like that and there was even like t-shirts that were left unburned and not just one t-shirt but like a several pile maybe had like someone had a business or something and everything around them is like burnt to a crisp and they just have like dirt on them but they're basically fine so again that's allegedly I don't know someone could say it's possible he planted the t-shirts there walked back did a whole video just for views I don't know that's possible you got to keep an open mind. But then again, that's when you tie in, is it conspiracy or coincidence? Because then you could say, okay, and then even if that's true, maybe it's coincidence, but then it's another thing. And if that was the only fact, if that was the only video, then maybe I'd be like, okay. But if everyone's doing it, if everyone's talking about it, or at least the people who are courageous enough to speak about it, and the people who at least and actually know what's going on are speaking about it, then, you know, you have to think, like, how many people are really lying? You know, like, use your own eyes, use your own judgment, and use your own feelings, because at the end of it, something should just not sit well with you about this whole thing. And even if you're questioning it, even if you believe everything that the news says, everything that the government says, and you feel like everything's fine, and this is just climate change, and we're all just a bunch of crazy conspiracy theories theorists because we um, are making it out to be, like, this devious and, like, sinister act well, then aren't you a conspiracy theorist? Because aren't you then thinking there's a conspiracy going on to prevent, you know, to make like something crazy believe, be believed that's not really going on? So if you really think about it, there's like different layers to it. Like the opposite of it, you're still doing the same thing. So 
just have an open mind and really think about what, what are these people's motives and who really has the motive here and what is the purpose behind all this. Um, and so, yeah, so that was a lot of things. A lot of the cars, I saw a video about um, Operation Blue Roof. So it was a um, military operation to put these blue tarps on these roofs and they were having this program and encouraging people to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't look up really into that because there was so much information I was about to. And then I started recording this episode. So I, w- I actually was planning on researching this before I started this episode. But now that I did, so I don't know. Maybe I'll add it in later or do a part four. Who knows? Um, but research it yourself. You know, See what you find. Operation Blue Roof. And... Yeah, also in Canada, there are fires going on. Obviously, there's fires going on all over. And in Canada, it was another thing where um, police were preventing people from putting out the fires. I saw a video of police actually arguing with people. And the people were like, well, why can't I put out the fire? Why can't I grab some water and at least like do my part? And it was like this whole fiasco. Again, there was no water in the fire hydrant. Um, I think that was the, wa- the what I was talking about. The no water in the fire hydrant was in Canada. But the water shut off was in Hawaii. So... You're thinking, like, what do these two things have to do with another? What does Canada have to do with Hawaii? They're, like, so far from each other. But that's the thing, is that these, this is going on all over because it's not an isolated incident. This is a worldwide issue. This is not just an American issue. It's not just a Canadian issue. This is a worldwide thing that is going on. The purpose, the reason behind it, I'm not exactly sure. All I know for certain is that something is not right. Um, there were blockades and people weren't allowed to be to get out like once the fire started they were blocking people from getting out so they said that a lot of people who burned in their car they were actually inside their car still so there's like bodies and bones and it's really really gruesome um and there's like national guard in place there is special police there which is um some guy referred to them as foreign police cars he didn't understand what was going on and also the actual regular police and now they're building black fences. And this guy had a video of, and he was the one who kind of made a disclaimer at the end saying like, kind of don't, put, don't take me out because this video is coming out anyway. Um, and he shot a footage of miles and miles and miles, like the video was pretty long, of him, uh, of black fences being put up around ground zero. So that's, that's interesting. I mean, do with that what you want. Um, and right before I post this, so again, I was thinking about, should I be posting this? Should I be talking about this? Um, you know, I never want to be like, I don't want to exploit a situation or take advantage of a situation where it's like this devastating thing is happening. And then I'm like, oh, let me make an episode about it. You know, um, that's not my intention, but I saw this video and like I said, I was inspired to make the first one. Um, the second one I was also inspired to, and I got uh, a request to make part three. So I'm very grateful for that. So if you're the one who requested that, then thank you very much for reaching out to me because I'm always open to feedback, questions, uh, conversation, connection, whatever it is, like find me on any, I'm on like all over social media channels, whether it's my full name, uh, teach a man to think, whatever you find me, reach out to me, we'll talk. But um, And then right before I, I posted this video when I was on Twitter looking for other news um, sources and kind of leads, um, one of the videos that I watched that where the, the girl was sharing really devastating stuff and she was just sharing how a lot of the truth is not coming out, um, that people aren't sharing what's going on, the news is lying, and there's a lot of facts that are being um, 
completely either wrong or left out or skewed or whatever it is. And no one knows the truth what's going on except for the locals. And a lot of locals don't feel comfortable to speak up. And she was begging and pleading people, pleading to people at the end of the video to share and saying, please share as much as possible. Keep sharing, keep talking about it. Even if you only get one like, even if you get zero likes, like whatever it is, people need to hear what's going on. People need to wake up. People need to understand that something is not right. So she was just so adamant that I felt that it was a message to me. And I felt that, you know what, like, no, I'm doing this for a reason. This is not comfortable, but it's getting more comfortable because I understand that the necessity behind it is so much greater than my discomfort. You know, like I could be, I could be uncomfortable. It doesn't matter. There's a purpose behind it. And I have to put my own feelings aside and do what I feel is right. So if you're on the same boat and you feel like you could just tell one person, just feel comfortable to just start talking to one person about this, share one post, whether it's in your stories or on Twitter or to a friend or whatever it is. And I know how uncomfortable it is in the beginning, but do it once, do it twice, do it 10 times. It gets easier and easier and easier. And people will thank you and people will be grateful. And the people who are grateful are going to balance out and overcome the feeling of negativity that you're going to get from people who aren't welcome and aren't appreciative of what you're doing. So I just want to put that in there. Um, also, supplies are being turned away. I already mentioned that. So that's, yeah. And the girl in the video was just saying she doesn't know what the reason for that is. She's like, maybe there's not enough people left to give supplies to. Um, and she was just really devastated. And rightfully so. I saw another plenty other videos that were also saying to the to the effect that um, obviously, many children were left home and many children are missing and they're wondering why, why aren't, aren't there people asking for their children? Where are these parents and families asking for their children? And that's when people are realizing that maybe it's because the entire families were taken out. Aunts, uncles, kids, grandmas, everybody was just taken out. Um, and that's why. And there's just a lot of people missing and it's crazy. Some more facts is the FEMA agents who are staying there are staying in these like top-notch hotels like Astoria and Four Seasons and some other one that I don't remember the name of. And they're staying in rooms that are ranging anywhere from $1,300 to $4,500 a night. A night. Wow. And people are only getting $700, I think, per family or maybe individual. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. $1,300 per night. And... uh there are rooms available, I saw. There are rooms available on days in, $250, and yet they are staying there. So, and uh, yeah. As I said, also, National Guard is there. I believe the uh, Army Reserves are there, and they're saying that they still don't have a count, and people are saying, that doesn't make sense. Like, what's going on? Where are the children? Where are people? What, why don't you have an account yet for what's going on? And it's probably because... They don't want to let people know what's really going on. And uh, yeah, there's a lot more other news. There's news about just devastating stuff. Like I said, diving into the whole children aspect of it and different reasoning behind why this is such a big deal. And it's so much bigger than just climate change. It's so much bigger than smart cities. It's so much bigger than, like I said, a climate agenda. And there are a lot of accusations and things ranging about that this all ties in 
to the bigger picture of Epstein and human trafficking and all that and the client list. Because like I said, a lot of these billionaires happen coincidentally to live on this specific island and the Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and Oprah and all my favorite people, (laughs) not so much. Um, And so, yeah, so they all are on this island and they are notoriously known for a lot of missing people and missing children and there's a lot of stuff going on around them in general and if you don't think so and if you aren't aware of those facts yet then maybe you need to stay tuned for another episode so I'm going to keep this short I'm not going to talk about that on this episode if you are interested research think for yourself put yourself out there and just see what's going on in the world because at this point I gotta tell you even if this makes you super super uncomfortable it's going to come to a point where you have no choice but to see it. So your option now is to have the choice to do it yourself and ease your way into it, or it's going to it's gonna just explode on you all at once. And I don't want to see that to, ha- to happen to anybody. I really don't. And that's why I share a little bit or a lot on this podcast with my friends, with family. Anytime I've ever opened up my my opinion and my mind and my thoughts and my words, to share with people. It's all been for good intention because I understand that eventually the truth is going to come out. The truth always comes out. Whether you are religious or you're not religious, there's a thing called revelations. There's a thing called uh, the apocalypse. And the apocalypse is not about, um, it's not about people thinking zombie apocalypse and like all this stuff. Apocalypse is just about the truth coming out. And finally, everything being revealed. So eventually we're going to get there. You either join the train now or you try to catch it later, but I promise you that it will make it a lot easier if you just jump on now. And again, do the research. Once you see the the information for yourself, it'll become a lot easier. And if you like this episode, if you had any other, anything else to add, uh, add at all, or you have any suggestions, comments, questions, concerns, feel free to comment. Feel free to, like I said, reach out to me personally. Um, I would love to hear from you and let's just all stay open-minded. Let's see what's going on in this world. Open up our eyes so that this stuff never happens again. And the only way that can happen is if we open up our mind and our eyes and our thoughts and we awaken to the reality so that we can finally create a new beautiful one. Love you guys. Catch you later.